Lisa Ann here at Sapphire with another episode of Lisa Ann's Backstage Combos. I'm so excited today. I get in and my guest is already sitting here looking so beautiful, mm -hmm. incredible sneakers. At the same time, so those of you know, New York traffic has got real again, like a five mile, <laughs> about five minute trip, sound like 45 minutes. I roll in, she's here, and I don't really want to make small talk. Because this is my very first time ever meeting Elena Buns. So you can spell it's Elena E Elena and Buns B U N N Z. Elena, I didn't want to waste any small talk. <laughs> well, I'm happy to be here. And you go Alana or Elena? Elana. Elana. We got to get this right. Think Elon Think Musk. Think of like Elon a Musk. lot of Buns. Elana Buns. Oh, oh, oh. That'll help you. Now, remember. okay. <laughs> Do that one again. Like a lot of buns, Ilana buns. I love it. It's so <laughs> magical. So you come to New York to feature dance at Sapphire from Miami and realize it's hella cold here. Were you prepared? Oh, freezing. Luckily, I was prepared. Um, I grew up in Ohio, so this is not new to me. Although I've not done a winter in like six years. Um, but I was prepared. I brought my fur trench coat i have like four beanies and sweat all the sweatpants like i'm prepared for the cold speaking of beanies i'm checking out your gear here and i see brazzers so i'm yeah. to assume that you've already <laughs> shot for brazzers i have shot for brazzers how yes. many times um brazzers actually only once yeah i shot for them a few months ago um it was a gym scene oh hot yeah, we so get how, like caught fucking in the... So one scene for them so far, but how long have you been in the business? I've been in for a year and a half. Okay. So I'm fairly, yeah. Fairly and new. how did we Getting... get here? What got you started? I modeled for six years. Um, I did Playboy and like Hustler all before porn. And then OnlyFans became a thing in 2020. That started my sexual on-cam journey. And then... Um, only about three months after releasing my first boy-girl video on my OnlyFans, I started mainstream porn. And how have you felt about kind of you brought yourself in? I mean, it's fascinating. You created your own content first. Um, the stages of like doing magazines and stuff is so fun when you're not doing everything else. There's not as much work out there in Definitely. that category, but it's so fun because they have a ton of events and like there's a lot mm -hmm. of buildup to one really incredible layout. How different has it been for you? from just creating your own content to now going on set for other people? It's very different. Um, like I said, I didn't I didn't do my own content like too long before I jumped into it. So I definitely went head first, but I love it. Um, I plan on being in the business for several years. I'm not I'm not the in and out chick. I'm you're gonna see my face and it's gonna be around for a long time. <laughs> I absolutely love this and it's perfect that you've already started feature dancing. Did you ever dance before you got into the business? Nope. I have never danced. Um, my first dance was feature dancing. <laughs> so yeah, I haven't even done that many features yet either. I'm fairly new. I've never danced in New York. This will be my first time dancing here. So I'm super excited. A little nervous, but excited. But it's a different vibe. Like, you know, you're getting that instant gratification. You're connecting with people and you really feel like a real entertainer as opposed to like on set, you know, it's going to be produced to be something that's entertainment. Right. Whereas you're doing it live. It's a different vibe, right? It is. It is. And like all throughout high school and college, I was a cheerleader. So I'm used to like performing in front of people. This 
and I'm used to being sexual, obviously, as a porn star. So I kind of just, this is like the two, like meshing. <laughs> yeah, the real natural progression. Because when you're out on the road, you get to travel and see other cities. Uh, you get to meet new people. And it's just a little adventure, kind of the whole trip. When you're balancing out the things that you've started to do and the things you've got going on, how often do you plan to feature dance and do appearances? Um, now that I've started, I would like to feature dance at least once a month or once every other month. Um, not any more often than that right now because I want to stick to building the porn career and my online presence with that. But the feature dancing is super fun, and I love that the fans get to come and meet me one-on-one -on -one when I do the features. So I think monthly would probably be a good... Oh, I think monthly is perfect. Yeah. It's still fun. You're still getting out of your own element. You might stay for a couple of days. You've planned to stay yeah, in New York I'm for a couple be here of days. For a week. I will be shooting pretty much the entire time I'm here. Um, except for tonight after the show, we're gonna hang out at Sapphire and I have a group of like ten friends coming. We're gonna party here. Um, and then I kept the weekend open, but starting Monday, it's all work for me. <laughs> but over the weekend, you're going to get to see New York oh, at Christmas, yeah. which I'm is like, gonna, there's nothing more beautiful. Right. I'm going to explore for sure. Definitely. What do you like to do when you're not working? Well, I love to travel, even though I travel for work. Um, when I travel as a luxury, it's a lot different, and I try to make that a big priority. Um, I go on at least one trip a month as well with me and my man, just us. It's always somewhere warm, though. When oh, it, interesting. When it's for pleasure, it's somewhere warm. <laughs> so you're not a skier or a snowboarder? Hell no. Where are your favorite places you've gone so far? Um, I love Jamaica. We go there like twice a year, July and November usually. I go to Jamaica. Um Hawaii is one of my favorite places I've ever been. It's so beautiful. Ohio scarred you that much growing up that you just refused to do winter. Because yes. Ohio winters are right, six, seven months long. Yeah, it feels like nine months by the time it actually gets like warm outside. <laughs> when you're producing your content uh, when you travel, are you doing content exchange with other creators for your OnlyFans? Yeah, yeah. And how do you link with creators? I think people would find it really interesting because we meet at shows, but you're also... It's so vast. There's so many creators that aren't in the industry. Right, right. No, for sure. It's, yeah, OnlyFans is it's huge now. Um, I find all of my collab partners on Twitter. Wow. I would that's say, your tool. Amazing. Yeah. Don't try this at home. You are not going to meet people on Twitter. No. It's not a dating app. <laughs> Just letting you know. But for creators, you get to connect. Yeah, for creators, it's great because you can kind of like – you know, peep someone's brand from afar first sure. and see if your content lines up with their content. And if that is someone you want to work with, um, you can reach out to other people that you see they have worked with, <clears throat> get references that way, and then set up the shoot. Yeah, you can also see if they're wild and if they, you know, respond yeah, back to people in a way that exactly. maybe doesn't align with you. And I look for that. I look at how people carry themselves. Do you get involved in politics on your, you know, your business you would like profile? To stay away from those things, do right? you yeah, do you get in arguments with other creators about things? Are you blacklisted from anyone? Sure. Like I go over all that stuff. And it's smart and the and the tools are there now for you to utilize mm -hmm. them properly cuz what you're doing is you're protecting your brand. Exactly. So you're and you're also making sure that the community that you're building with your fans aligns with somebody else's community so you can really share fans. Right. 
When you are out at one of your feature events, how's your favorite way for a fan to approach you? I like when fans are just really respectful, like don't come up to me when I'm eating or you see that I'm like actively busy with like one of my personal friends. If you see that I am in a public place. I or mean, at I'm your not, feature oh, gigs. At we'll my start feature. there. Look, that's okay. a great one. We'll do that as a follow up. <laughs> I like, like where you're you going. Know, just don't be rude. But at your feature gigs, how's the best way to approach you? <sighs> I don't know how to exactly answer that. I don't know. Just be respectful and let me know that you are a fan. Maybe mention one of your favorite movies of mine or where you found me or how long you've been a fan. Like I like knowing that like you're a true fan. You didn't just see my poster tonight. Like you've seen my work. You actually know my name. You know who I am. And to me, that means a lot. And it could be something as simple as someone that follows you on social media that notices your favorite hamburger place or place and brings it up and you're like, Oh, this person really is a follower. Definitely. But now I think it's important to get to the etiquette of meeting your favorite porn star <laughs> slash OnlyFans model slash magazine model in person. How is the appropriate and not appropriate? What's the protocol here? Um, well, like I said, respect is number one. Don't touch without asking. Um, and how often does that happen? That happens kind of often. Like yeah. they'll always ask for the picture. And then once you agree to that, it's like, you just agreed to everything, yeah. which is not the case. If I agree to a picture, you know, that doesn't mean grab my titty as soon as the flash goes off. Yeah, like, that's just rude. Because you're already saying ne- ne- you're already saying yes and giving them something. Right. So entitled. if I give you an inch, don't take a yeah, mile. Yeah, yeah. Just take what I give, be respectful, and then move along. Don't linger. Don't linger. I don't like wait outside rule. of bathrooms for me. Don't, oh, that <laughs> is the worst. Like, please don't do that. Yeah. It's very jarring. Yeah. Because you have to understand, we're just strangers at this point. Right. Though you, you know me. I feel like know you know you. me because right. you follow me online, but I don't know you at And all. you had also <laughs> mentioned not while you're eating. So I imagine that you're yes. very food motivated like myself and that your food time is important to you that you don't want to interrupt it with yeah, work. Yeah, and I don't want to like, you know, talk to you with my mouth full. That to me is disrespectful. So I don't want to disrespect you as the fan and also... I don't want my food to start getting cold as I try to entertain you, which is my main job anyways, is to entertain you. So like when I'm having my personal time, let me have my personal time. There's a time and a place for everything. There is. And it's important to be mindful of that. Yeah. And to know that, you know, we do do events so that the opportunity is there for you to come in and meet when I'm fully prepared. I'm not with my friends. I'm not on my downtime and relaxed or maybe more casual than I like to be dressed or you know, maybe you don't have any makeup on, you don't want to take a photo, whatever <laughs> yeah. it may be. But I've found, I've made a strict rule a couple of years ago that I just wasn't going to take pics anywhere other than events anymore because of that same mm. reason, because it got to be too much of like the touching. And yeah. The, and then I was like, then I'm mad that I even gave them a picture and I'm mad at myself for saying yes. It was this whole thing. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know what? I do events for that. Feel free to come in. I do exoticas. I haven't seen you though yet. At an Exotica, right? I've yeah, I've done the um, I've done both Miami Exoticas this year and okay. Last so year. you were just there because it's home. Yep. Will yeah. you be traveling? I did to- not make the um, Jersey Jersey one. I was in Jamaica. Uh, well, you know what? Vacation is <laughs> yeah. as important, if not more important. So let's just say you were single, and this is an important question. We also are seeing a lot of guys very curious about dating. 
What are the do's and don'ts if somebody wants to approach you or a woman, a friend of yours, out and about? Out and about about dating? Yes. The approach. The approach? Um, for one, make sure you are approachable first before you approach me. Like, be at your best. Make sure, you know, you're smelling good. Smell is a huge thing for me. Guys, mental note that for when you come yes, to see her wear future dance cologne, wear all at all of her gigs one a month throughout the U.S., you will get to meet her. Please have a nice cologne on. Wear the cologne. Wear the cologne. Check your teeth. Right. I love a good smile. Make sure there's nothing in them, no food in there. <laughs> That's <laughs> um, And then, yeah, just like, again, back to the respect thing. Be respectful when you come up. Um, if you can tell we're not engaging back, don't continue. Don't yeah. linger. That's important. Like, if the girl keeps turning to talk to her friend as you're trying to talk to her, she's probably not interested, so you should move along. Don't, like, pursue the subject. Women give very clear signs with very body language. Clear. And, and you know, you can see this. And I think it's the same. You're feature dancing now. You're on sets with different people. You kind of control your element by what you project. And what you probably have learned on set is people are really good on set about going with Little cues, right? Little, little, just yeah. Little, and and they know from this experience of being, you're kind of strangers. You get together for a very intimate experience. You have to work together for the day. Yeah. You have to find out what each other's quirks are. All in a very short period of time. I think that makes this much easier to read people. Yeah. In, in real in real time. Oh, I. I'm so good at reading people. Sometimes I think I'm like mildly psychic or something. Like my Bust intuition is ball. just so high. Like from, yeah. So I can immediately got, like tell how people's energy is. Like, are you a good person? Are you a bad person? You can feel I'm going to pick up on it. Vibrations. So you've entered the industry and, and you have your OnlyFans. Will you be going to AVN this year? I will be attending <gasps> AVNs this year. Are you excited? I'm super excited. I was at AVNs last year. Okay. Um, I was fresh though. I had yes. just started that August. Um, and it was so much fun. I loved the AVNs, just seeing like pretty much every Everyone. star yeah. is there. And like, every company if, as well. Yeah, if networking. you're in a movie, you're at the AVN Awards. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that is great, just seeing everyone and mingling. And then the fans, there's so many fans at that event. That was um, the first time I had a fan like bring me his own printed out photos of me like his favorite photos for That's me to sign and cool. I was like see this is cool yeah yeah uh, that was very like humbling and I was like this I like this like, yeah this is awesome so I'm super excited for avians are there any things that you collect or that you're a fan of from fans no or for in life like do you collect some people collect trading cards or Funko Pops or things I ask because I think someone that is a fan of things is much more empathetic and excited when somebody brings them a picture that they printed out. Because you're like, oh yeah. my gosh, like, this is like me saving something that I really love. And this is right. your favorite photo that you printed. I wouldn't have picked that for you. Right. You that yourself and you've looked through a lot of my photos. You yes. Know? Oh, a lot of photos. There's something about that feeling where you're, and for me, because I am a fan of things, I used to collect sports memorabilia. So like when people would bring me stuff or would want to buy my outfits that I wore in movies, I would like, I get it. I bought yeah. a worn jersey, you know, from a Super Bowl. Right, you know what I mean? Like, I get right. it. I get it. You want this dress? Yes. I got you. You know, I make sure I have it all pristine, wrapped, and everything else. Because 
you have that understanding. I think so many people in the industry overlook how powerful it is, how powerful it is to celebrate your fans as much as they celebrate you. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, that is very spot on. I do appreciate things a lot. I can't say there's anything specific that I collect though at home. I always say I wish I would have started collecting something back when I first started my traveling because right. now I wish I had something from all those places and I don't. But I buy a piece I don't know, of jewelry every maybe trip. Maybe I should start because I still have so many places I want to go. So I could start doing something like that. But I just don't know. I need something like small enough that's not going to take up a lot of space because I move a lot. Like I'm. I get very like stagnant in one place for too long and I'm like, I gotta energy. go. Yeah. So I don't like having like a lot of stuff. So I buy a small piece of jewelry every trip I take. So my jewelry box has now become like, oh, that's from Sydney, Australia. Oh, oh that's from Prague. Oh, just, you know, but before fridges did, weren't not magnetic, we always collected magnets years ago. Like that was the one thing you'd do on the road. Every girl collected magnets. Yeah. Because they're so small. If That's you forgot, an easy you could thing. get at the airport. But I also collected Christmas ornaments from different oh, cities. My because every gift shop has a little section in the back all year long with local uh, yeah. ornaments. Yeah. And that was usually fun to put find the tree up. Christmas ornaments for sure. My grandma used to collect ornaments. That's a good idea. That'd but be you'll awesome, find but something because... I, yeah, I should... I need to do something. <laughs> You've got a lot of I'm traveling ahead that, of you. Like, kind of stuff. Even photos. Like, I have a million photos on my phone, but I'm so bad at, like, printing them out or, like, keep keeping them somehow to, like, look at. I just told my best friend, like, literally last week, I'm like, I want to start scrapbooking. I want to take these memories and start putting them in a book to look like physically look at and have because the, these photos in our phones are not going to stay there forever. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. If you started scrapbooking and let's say 10, 15, 20 years down the road, you want to write a book about your life story, your journey in this industry, how you started, what you did, where you traveled, you would easily be able to jog your memory and feel those feels of like, yeah. why was it special that you put that one picture in that book right you're only going to pick, pick things that really give you the feel right right and you could easily go back through that and then you could also use those photos as some of the photos for your book yeah no that's a great idea <laughs> you make me want to start it like tomorrow yeah you scrapbooking <laughs> i mean it's something because you're yeah, right I my generation i'm like we'll drink some elisa's wine and yeah, she's scrapbook. drinking some of my wine right now. <laughs> she's drinking my wine i'm so proud i'm so 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 happy it's very good too. i love this so much i love to meet someone that's excited about being in the industry also the fact that you you kind of paced the things that you were doing and got a grip with them you started out independent so you mm -hmm. understand the value of owning your own content, but yet yeah. also the value of shooting for major studios that get your brand more recognition. Right, the two really go hand in hand with each other. Like, And then feature dancing yeah. is the icing on the cake, trust me. When you meet your fans in person at these clubs, they are your fans for life, they are greatest supporters. I do a lot of charity work and they all donate Aww. and help me raise money every year and just you just connect to your community and yeah. these great, great people. That's awesome. Where can everyone find you on social media? So if you go to ebuns.com, which is E-B-U-N-N-Z, all of my things will pop up. That's my little link tree. So my Twitter will pop up, my Instagram, my OnlyFans, my Pornhub, my many vids. Like you can find all of that just from going to ebuns.com. 
Well, that's the easiest way to do it. And yeah. I so, so, so appreciate you visiting us and coming right from the airport, getting in here looking so adorbs. <laughs> Featuring at Sapphire. cold gear on. And you do. You look so New York. That's why it's weird you're from Miami, but you look so New York. And we know we're going to be seeing you coming through all of these clubs and everyone can follow your schedule and where you're going to be featuring. So it is all about a lot of buns. So a lot of buns. Yep. <laughs> See, you got I it. Finally got it. Thanks for joining us right here. And all of you, make sure you're checking out everything going on at all the Sapphire locations, not just in New York City, but if you are going to Las Vegas, you're going to want to go there too. Stop by and say hi and, you know, be a little extra kind when you come in because it's a holiday season and all these waitresses have been waiting on you all year long. Thanks for joining another episode of Lisa Ann's